Welcome to the Rising Stars Podcast, where we unpack trends and tips in the point of sale space and IT channel industry. My name is Kate Arara, and I am the Partner Development Manager at Star Micronics America. I've worked in the channel for almost 18 years and I've met some fascinating people along the way. My goal for this podcast is to connect you with some of the most influential people in the channel space to provide you insight and inspiration to help your business succeed. Today's guest is someone I have the pleasure to call a teammate here at Star Micronics. As the manager of Star Micronics' integrations team, Mark Rasho is responsible support for supporting software developers and with integrating Star Micronics hardware, utilizing its SDKs and APIs. The goal of the Star integration team is to consult with the ISVs to ensure a smooth and speedy integration that is the most beneficial for the customer. Mark comes with a wealth of knowledge and experience in electronic manufacturing, consulting, and business development. He's an innovative business development professional, which you're going to hear more about, with a proven track record of exceeding object uh, exceeding objectives within engineering and IT professional services. Mark has extensive strategic involvement in pioneering new products and working with customers on custom engineered and application-specific products and solutions. Mark also possesses a strong understanding of products, competition in the industry, and positioning of solutions in the point of sale space. So with that, hi, Mark, how are you? Hi, Kate. Thank you for that introduction. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you're joining me today, especially now that I have my fancy new backdrop. So my apologies to those of you who are on the audio only version, but if you want to see, you can also go to Star's YouTube channel to see the full video version. But I'm excited that you're my inaugural episode of the new backdrop. Yeah, the backdrop looks great. I like it. <laughs> it's a little it's a little more cozy now, so I feel very cozy yeah. in this interview. So, well, I'll go ahead and just kind of kick this off because you have such a wealth of knowledge in the technical side of things. So I kind of want to hear a little bit more about your technical expertise and then also make it very easily digestible for our listeners. So to start off, how is STAR innovative in the point of sale and other industries and why? So um, some of the examples, Kate, um, how we're so innovative is all the new technology that we launch. And STAR is usually the first to launch uh, these standard technologies that everybody else uh, takes on later. So, for example, a um, couple of the new ones that we have is Tetherland and Android Open Accessory. So, you will see Tetherland on our new MC Label 3. Um, up until this point, to have a cloud print compatible printer, you connect uh, one of two ways, either via LAN, Ethernet, or Wi-Fi. What Tetherland does is it uses your device, it being either a cell phone or a tablet with 4G or 5G on it. You connect that device to the printer and now it's communicating with the server. So as opposed to using ethernet and Wi-Fi in the past, now the cloud print compatible printers are actually very mobile just by connecting to a device. And then that device connects that printer to the server and you have cloud print um, so that's one of the new ones that we just launched this year, and uh, people are going to get to see that on the new MC Label 3 printer. 
Another one uh, that we were first to launch is Android Open Accessory, and you'll see that on our TSP 143 version 4. And what that does is an easy connection method for Android devices. It will communicate and charge that device at the same time with that one connection method. So these are a couple of the new ones that we've launched so far. So I I, I love the aspect or the, the change of pace as, as far as the connectivity option and, and connecting more to the server versus the LAN and the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity. Um, could you expand, because you are talking to a lot of these software companies that are trying to use these technologies um, with our hardware to integrate with their software. So why is it so important? Like what, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the answer is very obvious, but maybe we could explain to our listeners and our viewers why this is so important to, why these, this, these technologies are so important to them. Um, so a couple of the reasons we came up with Tetherland, we started seeing in the industry, um, these niche markets expanding. Um, one of them was the food trucks. And during the pandemic, they started um, integrating point of sale systems, online ordering. Now with food trucks and farmers markets, there's no ethernet. And most of the time there's no Wi-Fi. And if an ISV has a cloud print compatible software, they had no way of connecting to anything. Um, with Tetherland, that 5G device will provide that uh, will provide that service to them. So this can this can go to food trucks, farmers markets, anything that doesn't have um, Ethernet or Wi-Fi there. So that expanded the market by doing that. Great. Thank you for explaining that. And could you maybe expand or maybe tell us some ways that STARS Integrations team is leading in the point of sale industry for software companies to be successful? Yeah, Kate. So we always think about the software company um, before we go and do anything. Uh, our SDKs are the best in the industry. Uh, they're software development kits. It'll help the developers easily integrate. So we always keep those updated. We always keep those uh, running really smooth and we support with that. We also came out with React Native SDK. What uh, React Native is, is a lot, of, a lot of software developers have both, let's say Android and iOS native applications. That would take two different, uh, that would take two different types of integrations. Uh, you'd need to know iOS and you'd need to know Android. With React Native, you build just on React Native and that'll uh, relate, that'll go to both Android and iOS. Now, what you're doing is just developing for one type of programming language that can go into both iOS and Android. So that saves a lot of money on development time. That saves a lot of money on development um, developers and just makes it super easy for ISVs to uh, integrate with these SDKs that we've created. And maybe what are some, I know that you've been involved in some of the, the products that have been developed. So how is STAR staying in the forefront of the ever-changing and fast-paced point-of-sale industry? So one way we're doing it, and people will get to see it on the MC label, is SteadyLand. 
the new steady land is over 50 times faster. I'll just give a brief explanation on steady land. It when a device does not have good uh, Wi-Fi signal, when you connect that device to let's say our MC label three or our MC print three, what it does at that point is it gives it a hardwired internet connection when the printer is already connected via Ethernet or Wi-Fi. So that's taking um, a very bad Wi-Fi connection and making it a steady connection. And that's helping out a lot. And with Tetherland, like I spoke about that, those are all new features that are right now available on the MC Label 3, but also they're gonna be available on all our new types of uh, printers that we're about to launch next year. So you keep talking about this MC Label 3, and of course I might have a little inside baseball on this, but. Since you're bringing it up, I would love for you to kind of talk a little bit about this MC label, why it's so important to the industry, what's so great about it, um, you know, just kind of maybe talk about how that came to fruition as far as the demand in the industry, why, why, why did Star design this? So it, it started with the online ordering um service um needing to place sticky labels on it to go uh to go orders right the mc label three nobody has anything like it it's there's nothing like it what it does it's a three inch thermal printer it prints on permanent adhesive labels and there's no liner behind it it can do three inch two inch one and a half inch and one inch it can also do die cut labels. It can do black mark uh, labels. It can do uh, repositionable sticky label. It can do any type of label right now and thermal receipts. It's amazing. So basically you have a print job and it prints out. There's no liner behind it. You don't have to peel anything. It'll print as long as the receipt is. And you just take that out. We have a taken sensor on there that will notify the printer, hey, that label has been removed and the new one will print out. Um, it's an amazing product and we've added all these new features to it, the tether land, the steady land to it. And um, they're going quick. Uh, they're loving it. You can use it for any type of labeling and, and it's working good. So you'll see the new features on it, not only the Steadyland and Tetherland, but the USB-C Ultra. So USB-C connection for Android, iOS, and Windows is coming up. Um, that one USB-C connection will um, communicate and provide power delivery for the tablets or any device that's connected to it. So it's, it's, it's my favorite product so far since I've been working with Star. Now for the MC label, you mentioned the different medias. We have, we have linerless media. So that's basically printing a label without a back. There's no backing to it and it can be permanent or sticky. And then of course you got receipt paper, die cut labels, all of that. So does the MC label or is there different platens or different SKUs that you have to get based on the type of media that you want to use? So the type of media can be almost anything. Um, it can be die cut where there's a liner behind it. It can be a continuous roll. It can be, it does have black mark sensor. One thing that has Kate, um, there's a button on the bottom right hand where you can pre-program three different types of labels. 
Now, these can be a coupon, a thank you note, a QR code. It's pre-programmed in there. So besides whatever you're printing, you can, with the touch of a button, you can get that label to come out. I'm seeing it being used in online orders with QR codes. We're seeing it being used to seal uh, food orders, um, to seal the bag. It's just a beautiful thing to have, to have an extra label that you use repeatedly, that you don't have to do anything to print, just touch that button. So it's working out really well. Right now it's static, so you can pre-program three different um, labels on it. We're working on making that dynamic so you can make those changes immediately and print a new set of uh, labels. So it's it's really awesome. And going back to the technology you were talking about, Steadyland, Tetherland, all of that fun stuff. Um, you and I were having a discussion the other day about how we prioritize the features that truly matter to our software companies and partners and others in the industry. Um, and you had mentioned something about how print speed actually doesn't matter. I know we always hear the speeds and feeds, those that are veterans of this of this industry, the speeds and feeds of a printer. But uh, I kind of want you to expand a little bit about the benefits of our technology and what that does to the actual print speed. Yeah, so specs matter to a point, but for example, uh, some of our printers are 250 millimeters per second. So that's the speed it can print per second. Um, but that does not necessarily mean if you see a printer that is 300 millimeters per second means it's faster than a Star Myconics printer because there's a lot to it before it gets to the printing. Um, it's how fast can the printer process that before it starts printing it. Also, uh, the difference between 250 millimeter and 300, you can't see that with the naked eye. So we rather concentrate on other features than just to make the specs look uh, better than, than they actually are, because it will not make a difference in the end. Until the point it does, then we can make changes, but there's more important features like Tetherland, Steadyland that we work on as opposed to just making our specs look faster or better than they actually are. Uh, that, that's an interesting tidbit. It's not so much how fast the printer prints, but more so the communication to the printer. And I think that that gets forgotten about in some of our, or some of STARS competitors, do focus on the print speed rather than the connectivity level. Yep. And, and there's videos online, Kate, where you can see a Star Micronics printer and a competitor uh, tied into the same point of sale and pressing print at the same time. And you'll see the 250 millimeter Star Micronics printer actually printed faster than a 300. So you, you can see that. Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, so how I'm going to go back to what you do on the daily basis, which is you talk, you and your team talk to the software companies, um, on a regular basis. How do you see the role of these software companies evolving in this rapidly changing landscape of point of sale? Well, um, during the pandemic, it was usually, um, you saw mostly restaurant online ordering, and that dramatically changed, as we're all aware. Uh, we saw 
ISVs creating point of sale applications for food trucks or farmers markets. Um, there's online ordering with groceries. We saw that during the pandemic too. Gas stations are now providing online ordering. So um, ISV, it's evolving and the ISVs are keeping up with that. And our job as Star Micronics is to make sure that we can um, provide good technology, good printing uh, to the ISVs to be successful. Uh, we saw some expansions in niche markets like we talked about after the pandemic, and um, we started um, looking into that too, and ISV started developing for these niche markets too. Um, so the ISVs must think beyond the printer, and we help them with that. Obviously, there's peripherals, scales, um, packaging, and collaborating with manufacturers, right, to provide feedback, and we love that at Star. And we're always talking to our customers. Uh, we want to know what we can do to make the software developers more successful. Um, and we, we, we concentrate on that a lot. We ask a lot of questions. We also talk to our partners about trends that we see, and we make recommendations to our partners to future-proof their solutions. We ask questions about their expansion plans and what they need to do to be prepared for that. Because we don't want to just see what um, we don't want to just support them with what they need right then and there. We want to see. We want to make sure that they're future proof and that we can always provide them service and make sure that they're they're successful. So we do that a lot. Okay. So side note: niche niche markets. What's the most unique? You have to. You don't have to say who the software provider is, but what's the most unique market so far that? You've had an, a software company say that this is the type of customer we go for, and you're like, really? That's a need. <laughs> so uh, there's okay, there's one. It is so electric wheelchair. It, it's a it's an application for electric wheelchair rentals. So say somebody needs a needs a wheelchair and they're traveling to a different state. This market, um, you place an order for an electric vehicle or electric wheelchair, and it gets delivered to the airport. I never knew about this, um, but there is that market. So if you have, uh, if you yourself, or you have somebody that's traveling that needs wheelchair access, you can rent one of those. Say you're flying from LA to New York, there'll be one waiting for you when you place that order. And then you just return it back at the airport. So there's a lot of different niche markets we're seeing, and that's one of them. Oh, that's very unique. I mean, I, yeah. I it makes sense. I never, I've, I've never heard of it, but it's that totally makes yeah. sense, and it's uh, definitely a game changer for those with special needs or relatives and loved ones that are special needs. That's actually a really cool, a cool application. I didn't know about that. Yeah, absolutely. And we love seeing these types of applications that that um, we haven't seen before and and we start thinking you know how can we provide better service or better hardware or better technology for these customers so yeah that's awesome yeah that's a really that's a, that's a really a, a very cool concept i was i was kind of looking for i was hoping for something even juicier that was like something funny but <laughs> that one but i like that that's a really cool application and it also just goes to show that 
the limitations for your team and stars hardware goes beyond just the point of sale that there's a completely different there's various applications that the hardware can that that stars hardware can integrate with so it just continues with that innovative and leading in the industry or the the, the various aspects of the industry that it can that it it branches out into yeah absolutely we're curious and we love you know looking into stuff like that and discovering these types of applications and what we're all in we love that stuff so i'll kind of go back into more of the technical side of things so um more about the processes and what your processes are so what does your team do to ensure a seamless integration between star hardware and the software solutions that is offered by these software companies so as I mentioned early, uh, earlier, we have multiple SDKs that have been crafted to ensure uh, easy integration. And we also provide a team that can help developers at, at any time. So we'll provide a dedicated integration specialist to support the development team. What this does is provide a fast and seamless integration, which is crucial. So the software companies, um, they can save a lot of money by working with STAR because of our SDKs, because of our integration specialists that will work with the developers from beginning stages to beta testing to launch. And um, we're always there and we wanna make sure everything's integrated. There's no other printer company that has a team like the integration team here at STAR and we, we pride in that a lot. And um, we wanna take care of our customer. We wanna see them succeed because that's, that, that's our success as well. So provide integration specialist support, uh, hardware, we provide SDKs, whatever they need, we'll get that integration, we'll help them integrate that very fast and save the money as well. Well, also in the era of cloud computing and SaaS, what opportunities and challenges do you see for software developers? So something I've been seeing lately, uh, is web-based applications requiring constant monitoring and data. Um, so they need to know what is going on with their hardware at all time. Uh, they, they need to know if there's downtime, where was the downtime at? Was it a printer? Was it a cache door open? Is a scanner working? Um, and, and know if their employees have access to their hardware. So we have developed star micronics cloud services so we provide the software that allows them to access their hardware to see if the receipt printer is online if it's slow in paper to see if the cash drawer is left open and for how long the cash drawer was left open um, which is also a security feature and to give software companies and business owners a peace of mind um, this makes the software company the developer um, easily monitor what's going on at these locations. And a huge improvement with that Star Micronics Cloud Services, Kate, is that you can do uh, firmware updates remotely when that wasn't uh, too easily doable in the past, where you would have to go one by one and to each location and do the firmware upgrade. Um, with Star Micronics Cloud Services, you can do that remotely. So we're always thinking about you know, in the era of cloud computing and uh, SaaS, 
and we see the opportunities, we see the challenges, and we're, we're here to provide a solution. So basically, we're able to support us software companies and end users to play big brother so they don't have to worry about <laughs> they oversee yeah. everything from wherever they are when they're on vacation or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and for example, like at uh, very fast bars, uh, very uh, busy bars or restaurants, um, they can get a notification within seconds that a cash door is left open. Um, there's a lot of companies that need that, that want that and provide that security feature. So Star Micronics Cloud Services is, is what will help them do that. So what are some of the top concerns and hurdles that you're presented with when working with software companies and how do you support these challenges? So, um, for some ISVs, the ones I've been working with lately, especially the small startups or the medium-sized uh, software developers, their challenge is supporting their customers. They don't have that infrastructure all the time. What we provide at Star Micronics is a technical support team that can help uh, support those customers for them. So the end user uh, would reach out to our technical support team and we would support them and, and, and get them going. Um, this is a free service. Uh, we're the only manufacturer in the space that offers the service. But the best part of having our team available to help their customers is that we find out if there's a problem on the software side. And when we do that, uh, we contact the software company right away and we work with them to fix the issue. Sometimes there's um, new firmwares available. Sometimes uh, there's an update to their to their operating system. And, and a lot of the time, the end user experiences that first, calls their technical support team. They reach out to an integration team and we call the software developer and, and help them uh, update that. So... Um, sometimes it's even before the software developer knew there was a problem, we find out about it, call them and support them with that. So we provide the best service. I truly believe that. And how often, because I know you guys are, that, that your team is providing a lot of service, like in, for instance, for this MC label, when new technologies are launched, whether it's uh, communications like Steadyland, Tetherland, all of that fun stuff, or even just new products in general, how often is your team reaching out to the software companies to present these new options and explain the solutions to them to see if it's a fit for their software or something that they might want to be interested in integrating with? You know what, Kate, we do that all the time. That's what, uh, that's another part that the integration team does. Uh, we run reports uh, in our uh, in our system to see who's using what and what can we do, uh, what can we provide uh, them to improve their their application. So we'll run reports. Uh, our software developers will get an email from us um, saying something like, hey, uh, we got this new product. This is what it does. This is how it can help you. Let us know if you're interested. We can get on a quick call and provide a demo unit uh, for them to test. So we'll, before the customer learns about it, we'll reach out to them and let them know. We already have customers in mind when a new product comes out 
and we know we're going to reach out to them because we've already we already know how their application works and we already know that this can help them and and, and improve their application so most of the time we'll be reaching out first so what is a another or something going back to your discussions what is another rising trend that you are noticing in the point of sale and other industries obviously that you work with that maybe software developers and resellers are sleeping on and how do you see that trend developing and growing so um I, I touched on this earlier, um, but um, the answer is going to be a little bit more technical. But I really think using a multi-platform SDK like React Native is where they can make the most impact. So I'll explain. So a lot of developers, they'll integrate with iOS and Android with two different operating systems and two different SDKs. This requires couple different development teams, one that knows iOS and one that knows Android. Um, and this will require more maintenance, more coding, more time, et cetera, right? So now instead of needing two different developers, you can get a React Native developer and handle both at the same time, both platforms at the same time. And um, so imagine the the development time, the development costs is cut in half almost by using these types of cross-platform tools. And we do have a couple different cross-platform tools, SDKs that we've developed, and React Native is one of the ones that you'll see mostly out there. So in comparison to Star's competition, how is that how how are how how is Star leading the charge in that endeavor? We're the first, we have the best SDKs. Basically, we come, we came out with the React Native SDK. So we're, we're usually almost always the first to launch these technologies, not only on the hardware side, but on the software side, uh, to provide the ease of integration for our customers. We're the only ones that have a dedicated integration team. So stars, de a dedicated integration team supports uh, our customers a lot and we hear that all the time from them and and they thank us for the timely response and the support basically they have they have star Micronics as developers as well as consultants as their consultants um and, and i get asked questions by software companies hey what do you think about this which way should we go and we'll make recommendations um we are in this space and we know what's going on. We know what the trends are and we know what the best solution is, <clears throat> especially with the trend, with the trends happening right now. And we'll let our customers know, Hey, you should go with this. You should go take this route. And this is why, um, just a lot of discussion, a lot of talk and, and, and consulting with, uh, with our customer because we want to ensure that, you know, they have, um, you know, they're doing good and and that they'll be successful, not only right now and not only, you know, buying our products right now, but also into the future. So if you had to do a 20 second elevator pitch to somebody that you bumped into, maybe at a conference or something, something to convince them to come by and talk to you about the different technologies and what integrations has to offer them. what What's that pitch going to be like? Could you give that to me? <laughs> 
20-second elevator speech, um, let's say, I would say, come uh, talk to Star Micronics. We will show you what we can provide you, what support we can provide, um, what technology and what hardware we have. Um, you, you got a partner, you got a friend in Star Micronics because we're always leading, we're always innovating. We have the best SDKs, the best hardware, and the best team to support your team. Um, they, we just want to talk to the customer, show and ask them what they're doing and, and re make recommendations, uh, to make them successful. So that, that would be my speech. Okay. So what's a, what's a great place for people to connect with you and, or your team, if they're interested in talking to you more about maybe integrating with, uh, their, their software with our hardware, or even, you know, a reseller who wants to kind of talk a little bit more about the technologies that they can kind of push onto their customers, their end users. So, uh, the best way to reach us while well, several different ways from our website, you can, uh, request integration team support. What we'll do is we'll reach out, set up a video call with you, and then let's start talking. You can reach out to me uh, by my phone number, 848-216-3270 or mrasho, M-R-A-S-H-O at starmicronics.com. You'll find us on LinkedIn. We're everywhere. So just ask for the integration team and, and we'll help you out. Awesome. Well, no, I, I think that it's really great to get a little bit more of a deep dive on the technical side of things and to hear about the innovations that are happening on on your side of the of the wall I guess if you will um for integrations and I mean is there anything that maybe I didn't cover that maybe you want to touch on or something is something that has just kind of been buzzing in your ears in the industry that maybe we didn't we didn't cover um no just look out for the MC label 3 uh check out that tetherland technology the Steadyland technology for uh, to have a hardwired wired internet connection, which is over 50 times faster than our original Steadyland. So look out for that. Look out for our new scanners that are coming out. Very cost effective. Um, they do parsing for driver's licenses. And then look out for our new MC Print 3 models with the USB-C that we should be launching early 2024. Uh, you guys will probably see that at the NRF. So USB-C Ultra, iOS, Android, and Windows 1 USB-C uh, communication and power delivery. Wow. And we're the fact that you're bringing up NRF is just crazy. <laughs> It just goes to show that the year is is truly wrapping up now. <laughs> yeah. We're almost there. We are almost there. So if you're watching or listening to this uh, and you are having plans or are unsure about attending NRF, um, that conference is in January. I don't know the exact date. Um, it's like January 13th. Slip through the 16th, maybe. I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants at this point. Um, and it's always in New York City. It's always cold. So if you're a Southerner like me or from Arizona like Mark, bundle up. It's a great show to attend where you can see all the different technologies, especially for Star. We will have a booth presence there as well. Mark will be there. I will be there. Um, so be sure to come by and see us. Um, 
But uh, I think this was a great conversation. Thank you so much for your time today, Mark. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kate. I appreciate it. For more about STAR, visit us at starmicronics.com, where we also have a super informative blog, or follow us on all our social media platforms on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all of those. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave us a review. We love to hear from you all. And that's it for this episode of Rising Stars Podcast. I'm Kate Arara, and I will see you next time.